I'm Jeff. And I'm Jacob. And welcome to the Cauldron of Fun. Yes, welcome to the Cauldron of Fun. You know, I am a musician. I have been basically my whole life. Got and a I'm a wannabe musician. No, you're you're a fine musician, Jeff. Well, thank you. Well, I got a drum set when I was four, and so that was kind of where my journey began, as it were. But I know that when I was four and like a little kid... I had a lot of uh, bands and groups and things that I did not enjoy at all, you know, because your taste changes. I don't know if you know this from when you're like a late toddler to when you're an adult man. Well, it's kind of like food. Yes. It's kind of like food. I hated peas growing up. I don't mind peas now. See, I hated a lot of like asparagus, broccoli. Those things were not even Brussels sprouts. Like they would make me like vomit almost. Now I love all three of them, like love them. But so I, did, I actually did vomit after my sister uh, put butter or margarine in her mouth and like swished it around in her mouth. I puked all over the kitchen table, and I to this day I cannot. I don't like butter on stuff. If it's in stuff and I don't know about it, one thing. But if it's on it, it like makes a me baked think potato, of you just can't do butter can't do on it. it. Nope, really won't do butter on it. Well, Toast, like popcorn. Nope, no butter on to- pop. To- huh. Popcorn. Nope. That's it. I didn't know. That's yeah. It's. I mean, it's I can filthy. see how swishing butter around in your mouth <laughs> may be a little. Much, <laughs> but I mean, sister. I don't know. I like butter. <laughs> yeah, I was most say. people do. Most most people do. Like we had for the uh, for example, the other night, uh, yesterday actually, my wife and I went to Empire and got the garlic knots. Oh, I love that place. And uh, that those things are covered in butter sure. and garlic. It's garlic butter, but yeah. it's like I didn't have a problem with that because it's, but it's already, already like, melted on there and it's on there. It's not like just a big th- like thick pat of butter on the yeah. top melting. And I'm like, so you're just not what? a fan of the pats. The pats o butter. I don't like to see it being smeared on hmm. to whatever it is that I'm eating. Okay, but like like you, uh, broccoli, uh, asparagus. Back when I was a kid, wouldn't have touched it. No, the smell alone was like filthy. There's one thing I still don't like: it's liver and onions. I still hate that. My you know, mom used to make that like on Saturdays, and so I would wake up and the whole house would like just reek. reek of the whole thing, and so I'd be like, "I'm leaving for the I, day. <laughs> I'm gonna ride my bike around, rather." I don't know. Open a window, Ma. Yeah. I'm out. Light yeah. a match. Uh, no, like I, my dad, I think he he likes liver and onions, but he doesn't eat them that often and never did when we were growing up. I think he did it once or twice, so I don't really remember that all that much. But yeah, like like food, music, mm-hmm. the taste in music changes. Yeah, you could have uh, things that you listened to back in the day that were that they were the broccoli of music and <laughs> the asparagus of music, and now you're like, man, I actually like these guys. Uh, so these are we're going to talk about some some groups and bands and just artists that we really did not like as a kid, but as you get older, you're like, oh wait a second, They're these guys are amazing. pretty good. And I'll tell you, one of my big ones is Bob Dylan. I don't yeah. know that as a child hey, or as a young dude you're going to understand a lot of what's going on with Bob Dylan. I just heard him going, yeah, you know, and I was just like, what? Like, who is this dude? And it just blew my mind that he was like, in my head, the people who like saying, well, you know, you could see that, but he just, right. I, did, I guess I didn't grasp that he was like, uh, he was like a songwriter and a performer and like this sort of, you have to understand the time he came from and right. what he meant to music and how he was important, but just 
you know, when, he was you're, when you're like eight and you listen to one of his songs and you're going, what the crap is this? <laughs> like, I had no context, so I really right. hated him. Well, and that's the thing, though, is like he, he wrote songs. He was an amazing lyricist yeah. that, like, he wrote these amazing songs that, like, if you look at the lyrics alone, it look great. But if you dive in deeper, there's meaning behind of course. his lyrics. Well, and it was all about what was going on in the world at the time right. he wrote it and all this stuff. And then he has some that are just... And there's a lot of things that I didn't know were remakes of his songs, especially when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, you'd hear Knocking on Heaven's Door by Guns N' Roses and be like, man, what a cool song. You know, and then you're like, wait, it's just a straight up cover of a Bob Dylan song. Exactly. You know, uh, I don't know, but I, I really do like him now, like a lot. I, I would listen to Bob Dylan for hours right now. But when I was a kid, one, like, 10 second clip of a song i'd be like change the channel so that's my like i well, did not like him at all i didn't like him either and then i started liking him years ago and then i'm kind of in a meh with him right now well sure <clears throat> he he goes back to the sort of the the, the tone of the voice and everything yeah. it's like i appreciate how good of a songwriter he is and and was i love the fact that he was one of the 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 founding members of the Traveling Wilburys, sure, which is an amazing group. Yeah, of course. And I just watched a uh, a documentary. Lynn, George Harrison, mm-hmm. Tom Roy Petty, Orbison. yeah. And it was like, uh, it was such an amazing group of these amazing musicians that sure. got together that came up with this super group that was just like, holy cow! And it all just started off with them just wanting to play some music. Of course, that's how that's how most bands start. Yeah. I think, but. Um, yeah, so like, yeah, I get it with the the Bob Dylan. Well, I'll tell you somebody else. And I just thought of this when you said that. that I and I don't think that I've progressed in my like for this guy, Roy Orbison. I cannot. No? It's that something song is where like, he's just like, <laughs> it's like, what is this dude? He sounds like a a, a zombie or something. Yeah, but and he got, looks crazy. And he has brown tinted glasses, which I can't get past. Yeah, that was. I always thought he was I blind. I think he was. was he blonde. Yeah, or blind, not blonde. I'm pretty sure Roy Orbison was blind. I don't know for sure, I but I like I his voice. I never liked him enough to find out. Right. <laughs> I did. I appreciated his voice. I mean, I get where you're coming from, but I I appreciated his voice. But he also just wasn't sort of my. I also think that that Pretty Woman song was like played every, every two seconds it was when it came out. So that it that may have been part of why I didn't like him, but. I can it sounded un- like that's... it sounded like there was an old man ghost like rolling around. He'd just be like, <laughs> "I was like, whoa!" Well, I, don't know. I expected chains to start like clanging together. <laughs> like Jacob Marley like comes Mike. out. <laughs> nope, it's Roy Orbison. Oh, it's Roy Orbison. <laughs> but uh, no, I. <laughs> well, see, uh, now I had a I had an issue with some huge huge bands, and now I'm like, okay, I was a complete moron. Yes. Like the Eagles. Oh, come on. Like, come on now. That's just like... I love the Eagles. How How is I that dense that I tell them, just like, I hate the Eagles, they suck? You just make up your mind about something, and then, you know, until you're proven otherwise, you're like, nope. Well, and I think also back when... I think when we were young, at least when I was younger, I felt like you could only like one genre of music. Yeah. And so it made it difficult to be like, oh, yeah, no, I like the, I like the Eagles, too. Because then you... Felt like you were betraying like the other styles the other of stuff. Yeah. 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 So, but then it was like now that I've listened to a bunch of the Eagles because of other people, I'm like, what the hell? Was yeah, they're. Thinking? I mean, they're. My dad had a the greatest hits album, which was, you know, right. In the, it's kind of funny they put it out like in the middle of their career, right? But it was like this greatest hits that kind of was a compilation of like their first four or five albums, and so I got introduced to that 
like right away. Real quick. I just I don't know why. I loved it. I thought it was great. I loved the harmonies. Well, it's harmonies and everything. The songwriting was absolutely and each, insane. Each song kind of had its different style. Mm-hmm. You know, they weren't they would make the one super like super slow tempoed ballad, you know, that was all acoustic guitar and then you'd come in and have some like rocking song i don't know i just i liked them i liked yeah. they switched around on vocals i thought it was great well and i think it also helps whenever you've got a group like that that whenever they do their solo projects and i mean like they almost all did their own solo projects yeah and they're all hugely successful on their own sure like that also got me going I, like i remember looking back going maybe i misjudged the eagles if all of these people from the band are doing these songs that i love mm-hmm. i need to go back and revisit the eagles see i had a huge i liked the james gang which was yep. um oh who's that dude in the eagles what's his name all right well the james gang it's uh why can't i think of him he's the good joe walsh so it was his stuff, but like before the Eagles, right? And it it rules. I mean, it's like it's really super good. awesome. I got their CD in my car right now. Yeah, I love the James Gang. So I didn't know he was part of the. You know, when you heard the Eagles, you just thought they were one band, or I did. And then you know, you heard Don Lin- Don Henley song, and you're like, "That's the guy from the Eagle." Like and once Jackson you realize Brown all and- that, you're going, "Okay, yeah, it was." It was pretty. It's a it's Eagles an amazing, are. I love them. An amazing. Band. I do love that part though in the Big Lebowski where. The cab, the cab driver is driving on the street, and the dude's like, "Come on, I hate the Eagles, man!" And he kicks him out of, he his, kicks cab. Him out of his cab. <laughs> He's like, "Never talk about the Eagles." <laughs> Such a good show. Such a good movie. Such a good band. So there was another group that I, and this wasn't really a group; it was a solo guy. But I remember there was a car trip, and my dad had a Neil Diamond tape. I'm not sure which album it was or if it was a greatest hits or whatever. He, we listened to that tape probably, I don't know where we were going, Branson or something, but we listened to the tape like six times, like on the whole trip. Like that's the only thing we listened to. And I wanted to punch Neil Diamond in the face, <laughs> right in the diamonds. Like I did not, <laughs> I just, I had something about, I, although what's funny is I like some of the songs even at the time, but just that, constant barrage of neil diamond well and anytime you listen to a tape mind. over and over yes. and over that'll make you hate it real quick well unless you're the, the person who chose it and put exactly. it exactly then you're like this is great this what, is the best thing but ever. when i was like eight nine i mean i wanted to listen to like dj jazzy jeff and the fresh prince or whatever i wanted to listen to mc hammer it certainly wasn't neil diamond i wasn't <laughs> like man so in my head you know i just I was like, Dad, put it in my tape. He's like, no, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> no, we are not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's like, I'm fine. But uh, anyway, so but I love Neil Diamond now. I mean, he's, he has so many songs. I play a bunch of them in my show. I mean, he's great. Yeah, you know, he's he's really good. I love him. I, he played he played his final tour, what, in the last couple of years. And mm-hmm. then like within the last, I think, the last baseball season or the beginning of this baseball season, he was at some baseball game and they were like, Hey, look who's here. It's Neil Diamond. And they had him sing for the crowd and he was like all for it. And he was like, Okay, I'll sing Why for the would crowd. He? It's like, okay. We're coming to America. <laughs> Dude, he rules. Dude, he's great. He reminds, he's me, so of, good. He reminds me of Huey Lewis. I'm a about bit. to Oh, Huey Lewis in the news. I've I never I never them. hated them. Nope, me neither. They're not even Love part them. of this conversation. Nope. That's why they're not being listed. Loved him from day one. All the way. <laughs> So H-L- here's H-L-A-T-N. <laughs> I'm about to melt your brain though. Okay. I'm gonna melt your brain with my next one, who's also a solo. All right. Prince. 
You did not like Prince. I hated Prince. Oh, man. Uh, right? I hated Prince, and I hate myself for saying that. See, I think one of the reasons I liked, well, the, one of the reasons I kind of got to be the musician I am today is because when I had those drums when I was like four and five, all I did was turn on like KJ-103, and I would just listen to, and at the time, like those those were like, you had a Prince song, you had a mm-hmm. Guns N' Roses song, yep. a Bon Jovi song, yep. then... You know Lionel Richie, then the you know so there was so many styles going on at the same time. But Prince, man, I I loved Prince. See, and that I just didn't get him. Sure, I did a... I recognized the songs. I it, to the point where it was like maybe I thought okay that's a good song, but it's I don't I, I don't like the dude. Sure, or something. I don't know. I don't know what my problem was. But then, well, he had such an odd style and a, such a unique style. Like it was like he he had that kind of funk. Yeah, stuff. But you know, he'd scream all high, and he was. I almost felt like he was like the poor man's Michael Jackson for a little while. But which is just so sick. He's his own animal. Yeah, it's so good. Well, and that's the thing too is like a couple like a couple years ago. It's been probably twenty something years ago. uh, I got taken. Well, I worked for Randy's M and M's, like you know we've talked about. Sure. And my boss, Chris Apt, said, "Hey, I got tickets." to go to the Keith Urban show with a meet and greet afterwards. I didn't like country at all. Yeah. And I just liked musicians. And back then I was really heavily into Stevie Ray Vaughan, um, sure. and amazing guitarists and yeah. stuff like that. And I was like, sure, free concert. And I get to meet him. Okay. Of course. I'm not into that style of music. What? I went to that show and like he played the guitar like a madman. And I was like, I like country music. Yeah, Keith Urban's a good guitar player. And... A lot of those guys are. A lot of the yeah. like the solo dudes who come out, like they're not just some guy who wrote a few country songs. They have to like prove themselves as musicians. Exactly. Like Willie Nelson. I mean, I don't know if anybody you might know this if you've seen him live or followed him really closely, but a lot of people probably don't know. He's like he's one of the best guitarists I've ever seen. Oh like he's, play. He's oh yeah. So good. <clears throat> well <clears throat> excuse me. Well, I was uh after that show, and we were leaving, I was like, I didn't know he played guitar like that. Same thing with Prince. When I found oh, out okay. Prince yeah, yeah. wrote, like, ev- like, there's a funny picture on the Facey Spaces out there, where it's a picture of Prince in the, st- in the studio, and they're like, oh, it's one of those rare p- pictures of the entire band all recording at the exact same time for one of the Prince albums, and it's just Prince. Yeah. And it's because no, that he, was how he rolled. Yeah, he, it's like he played, and there's apparently like so many like albums worth of material that's never been released that mm-hmm. he just like he just recorded it and put it away. Well, and he also played drums. He played. He played everything. Everything. Like when I saw him live, uh, I think I've seen him a couple times, but I saw him once, and he would walk around. He had these like stations of instruments. Yeah. And he would walk. He would run around and had his guitar. You know that looked had that weird symbol guitar. Yep. And he'd play all this stuff, and he would just tear it up. And then, uh, you know, at one point, he just the drummer just gets up, he runs over and plays this huge drum solo, like yeah, uh, you know. He's and then he genius. goes over and plays the bass, and he plays some keyboard stuff, and you're just like, I love it. So it's, yeah, he's that an was absolute genius. I think if you didn't know that he played all that stuff, it would be a little harder to be like, he's great. But well, once you figure that out, you can't deny. And it. on top of that, like I really didn't get into music, like the actual like creation of music. Sure. Until later on, like to be honest with you, and you know, I'm not here to to butter you up, but like when I started hanging out with people like you, who are amazing musicians in their own right, oh, and I Jeff, saw, stop seriously, 
You are amazing. <laughs> Don't talk down to yourself like that. Go to your room. Um, <laughs> All right, bye, guys. <laughs> no, it's just you guys and me. I'll tell you the truth about Jacob. <laughs> he's an amazing. He's an amazing musician. He carries around a tape recorder so he can just play stuff. While Let he... me put it this way: when we were in high school, and I was in a band called Saturday Morning with a few fellas. Heck yeah. Um, we <laughs> we would joke around. We were like, "Well, we can't afford to get a Jacob or a Nate." So uh, we're gonna go ahead and stick with these guys that we got. Yeah, <laughs> I've always been pretty pricey, but it was like, yeah. So like when I when I got to hang around with you guys, and was like, holy cow, these guys can play their own instruments, and you like play everything, and it was just like, uh, I'm, basi- I'm basically Prince. You really kind of are, like without like the the dance moves, sure. Which is okay. Not everybody can do the splits. That's okay. I certainly can. It's okay, Jacob. Maybe <laughs> if you start it, now, you unless can Unless it learn. has a banana in it. Those are the only splits <laughs> I'm into. Uh, no, Prince is amazing. I think all um, male splits have the banana in it. Anyway. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and there he is. There it is, folks. No, but so that that once I saw you doing your thing and like Kyle Martin and Nate Seiler and all these amazing musicians that are like right in my face, I made I, I started rethinking and reevaluating people who write their own music and play their own instruments. And so going back and going like, holy cow, Prince yeah. is this genius at every instrument he touched. And so many people like played his, he like wrote songs for so many people. I was going to say, he also, not only his own songs, but there's a lot of songs out there that you'd be probably surprised to know that he wrote. Like he wrote I mean, the song. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. One of, the most, it, one of the most famous examples, I think, is Nothing Compares yeah, to You. Yeah, Sinead O'Connor. And then there's... Some stuff from Morris Day in the time. I mean, he yeah. wrote a lot of stuff. And he's, then on top of that, he was on New Girl. I mean, that's correct. So, New Girl, one of our favorite shows. Need I say name more? No. Name a more. Whatever. <laughs> you need not say name anymore. All right, I won't. Well, um, I think there's one more too that I I like. Pretty much, I like now. Okay. But back in the day, I absolutely hated, and it was Bruce Springsteen. And I don't know because everybody hates their boss. Well, he's not the boss of me. That's right, not anymore. No, I think it came from obviously there was you know born in the USA, got stuff like that. You're like, okay, it's pretty good. Like I wasn't again. I think it comes from context. Like you know, I wasn't into like issues of the blue collar man in the Northeast or whatever it was, and I feel like that was sort of what he was sort of getting at a lot of the time. Although that one was about Vietnam. And uh, kind of different things. But that song, you know, all you hear when you're a kid is you hear Born in the USA over and over. Right. And then you just hear him going, (laughs) you're like, what? (laughs) So then then I heard his um, quote unquote classic um, Santa Claus is coming to town. And I hated that song. I still do hate that song. I'm not going to lie. I was on the radio for a long time, and every time that came around, I would literally make fun of it, like on the I, air. I'd be like, "Here's a drunk, I kind of like that song, Jake. Here's I'm a not drunk homeless lie. guy that put a microphone in front of." And I like the fact that he laughs whenever they're. I'm assuming somebody gets on stage dressed as Santa Claus. I don't know because he starts to laugh and it's like kind of gets off. I think it's because he's off his, a little bit. I think it's because he's wasted. I mean, it's possible. Nothing says Merry Christmas like some bourbon, I guess. Santa Claus <laughs> coming to tell. There's like no. I threw up on that ant. <laughs> Just it's crazy. <laughs> I don't see how that. And everybody loves that song. It's like if people play it every Christmas. Like 
every is there, is every there Christmas. No better yeah. version of there I are there are. I mean, the saxophone solo is great. I know that it's live. I know that it's kind of a it's classic. a live. It was thing. at I think it was at like Madison Square Garden or something. So I get I get it. But but that song. I'm sorry. I, I like it. I like that song. I well, can't help it. I mean, you could. You're free to like it all day. I think it's probably one of the worst <laughs> vocal performances <laughs> of all time. Which is something that a musician would have a problem with. Well, I I don't know. It just annoys me. Okay, but this, the saxophone solo is great. Anyway. So wait. So mine. My last one in correlation. Very similar reasoning here for that as okay. well. For mine is Bob Seger. Okay. Bob Seger, man, like, I, see, I've always liked Bob Seger. He had, he had some rocking tunes, oh, Hollywood Nights. Oh yeah, and those Hollywood Hills. Heck yeah, yeah. Like he's he's also an amazing songwriter that sure. I just did not appreciate when I was a kid. No, and it took me probably until like maybe fifteen twenty years ago when he's, I was like, oh, I was an idiot. Bob Seger's very much like dad band. Like your dad's like Bob Seger rules. (laughs) (laughs) Like everybody's dad's like loves Bob Seger. I just imagine him walking up with his mullet and a beard Mm -hmm. and a vest on and a Pabst in his hand. Right? He's like, I'm gonna play some songs for you guys tonight. (laughs) And flips his hair, flips his mullet a little bit, and then he he gets into rocking his tunes. Then he's done, and his like mullet's all dripping with sweat, and I'm like. Uh, it's not my jam. It's like it's like I was there <laughs> at the show. I'm feeling his sweat splash me in the face. It's <laughs> like I was right on the stage. It's like beer and <laughs> cigarette smoke. Cigarettes. <laughs> no, Bob. I mean, Bob Seger is awesome. The there's several great songs by the Silver Bullet Band, but uh, I always just thought he was more of like a. So my dad's from Michigan, and Bob Seger's kind of famously from Detroit, and he was always very big Bob Seger fan because I think kind of as he was, Bob Seger was coming up in Michigan. My dad was there, you know, as a younger man. So right. I think there was more of a connection. Yeah, like I was introduced to him, and that makes sense. When my dad's showing him to me, he's like, "This guy's awesome. This is cool." So I'm, I'm suggested to, that it's awesome. So I'm not going to be like, "No, it's not." Right. But I. I I never had a problem with him. I, and here's the thing, too. I'm, I've realized like the Americana sound of rock sure. has really kind of taken a hold of me lately. And I say lately, like 15, 20 years. It's really kind of when that... like When I started finding out about these people, it's really around that time frame where it's just like, what was I thinking? I'm such a schmuck. I think as a kid, your taste... I, I think a lot of people here would be like, okay... I liked this as a kid, and now I think it's stupid. I think that's sort of a universal. Well, it is, and thing. I want to I want to preface this by saying, like, when we say kid, I'm I'm including like high school. Sure. And I mean, like, you, I think in high school I started moving toward being a lot more knowledgeable about this. Oh, things. you totally were. But my but when I was like a kid, kid, and I was still playing music, I just there was things I these, I, these are more my younger kid right. picks because well, and the, well mine see mine stem from except for the Bruce Springsteen song th- that's always it's been a lifelong hatred <laughs> well mine is always it's like when I was a kid kid I didn't really have CDs or tapes or anything like that so I had the radio so it was just whatever sure. I was on the radio and I didn't like like rock music so much as I liked pop music back then. Of course. And back when we were growing up, like Michael Jackson was huge. Yeah. So like I of course I liked Michael Jackson. And um, you know, pop well, music none in of general. The, none of the weird stuff had come out yet. No. So everybody loved Michael Jackson. Right. Like there wasn't 
You didn't say Michael Jackson rules and then have somebody be like, yeah, like they were all just like, yeah, he does. Like he was everywhere. (laughs) Yeah. And that's and so that's where I think like it took me a while to get into other things. And like I said, when, you know, whenever we met, like you were like the dude that we looked at with like this guy knows music and he knows good music. Again, you introduced me to Green Day and it was like, that's a that's a band that I've loved ever since then. Yeah. Right? So... Well, I would just watch, you know, 120 Minutes, that old MTV show, I'd watch that and be like, what? Who's this? Helmet? And I'd go buy the Hel- CD. Yeah. Hel- Helmut? I was into Who's this? I love discovering new stuff, especially back then, because it was like I couldn't, like I couldn't get enough of well, new and we were kind of sheltered too with MTV and like certain Nickelodeon shows and stuff like that by my parents, and they were like, "You can't watch MTV; it's got terrible stuff." Well, on imagine it. today though, like because we like what our stuff was was the radio, like '80s radio, right. and then like MTV. Right. Imagine kids like when they're our age, like. 20, 30 years from now, they're going to be like, oh, I loved Baby Shark. There's going to be so many dumb things that like, were on the internet. They're like, I listen to that all the time. And there's going to be covers from popular bands in the future doing a Baby Shark. Well, my Shark. daughter's a huge fan. Clara, she's a huge fan of this uh, guy. He's a comedian, but his name's he goes by Lemon Demon. Like as a... Lemon a, Demon? As a group, and it's hilarious. It's amazing. Like She showed it really? to me, and like it's almost like a smarter Weird Al. But none of it is like they're not made off other songs. They're not parody not songs. Or it's like he writes all of his own stuff, and it's so good. There's and a song a called Jaws. Lemon Demon. There's a song called Two Trucks Having Sex, <laughs> and that's all he says the whole time. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> it sounds phenomenal. I think you should look it up. <laughs> I'm gonna look up Lemon Demon. That'll be on my way home. We'll try to get him on the show. <laughs> He probably won't come on, but it, he's amazing. So <laughs> I'll but, take your word uh, for it. Yeah, I'll so, take your word for it. I think kids. I think the kids now have a f- tougher time. Uh, I don't know reconciling with what they liked back then because some of that stuff now is just crazy. It is, but I mean that's going to carry on. But I guess but, our parents said that too. But hey, we want you all to sell it. Tell us what you guys are thinking. You know, what was the stuff that you listened to that you're like, nope, it was garbage, and now you're like, nope, it's actually really freaking good stuff. Yeah. So send There's that to us at Jeff and Jacobs Cauldron at Fun at gmail.com. Um, and we will read those off uh, on our next episode. Most deaf. Um, but hey, we loved uh, sitting down with you tonight. Yeah, thank you for listening and uh, looking forward to talking to you again. And here in, uh, let's see, what is it? About four, four months or so. Santa Claus is coming <laughs> to town. You're welcome. Have a good night. Jeff and Jacob's Cauldron of Fun! Yeah.